The Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. A girl I know came to the shop with her son and her niece. Her son is five, and the little girl is four years old. I started chatting with the children, and I asked the boy what he wanted to be when he grows up. He said he wants to become a policeman, which is a reasonable answer for a five-year-old. The little girl didn't even hesitate to tell me that she wants to be a fish. At that age, I suppose, the concept of when I'm grown up is very abstract. But then again, there are certain concepts which are very abstract for most of us. Just think of the concept of heaven. Yesterday, a young person was asking me what was going to happen after Jesus comes. I couldn't answer him clearly because I really don't know all the details. I know that life after death or after Judgment Day is going to be way better for believers than it is now. I know that there are many people who really make a study of what the end times will be like. But for me, I have my hands very much full with just living from day to day. But getting back to the little girl who wants to be a fish, how many of your dreams that originated when you were young have actually come to fruition? We all have dreams and ideals of what we would like to do and like to be when that elusive one day comes. Maybe you wanted to be a pilot but your parents didn't have the money and you settled for something else. What if you'd wanted to be an artist and the enemy told you that you weren't good enough and you didn't even apply to university? Does that mean that your dreams are dead and you have to settle for second best for the rest of your life? That's what the enemy wants you to believe. He wants you to believe that you weren't good enough then, you aren't good enough now, and you will never be good enough. He wants you to believe that the mediocre job you settled for is all you'll ever have. But what about God? Doesn't the Bible say that God has a plan for you? Everyone has heard Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Let's assume that you remember that dream 10, 20 or even 40 years after you dreamed it. What now? How do you find your way back to that dream? The dream that God planted in your heart all those years ago has started to push its way into your consciousness. You believe that this is what you really have to be doing. Now you stand before a choice. You can choose to stay where you are and just push back that dream, down where it's been. It's been slumbering there all these years. Or you can decide to do something about it. Just see what the next three verses in Jeremiah 29 say. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. Call out to God and ask him to show you what route you have to take so that you can get back to that dream. If he gave you the dream, he will be able to make it happen for you. The last sentence says, I will bring you back from your captivity. I believe that being away from God's plan for your life 
or being out of his will is like being in captivity. When you aren't living the plan God has for your life, you are a captive. And you are never going to be too old to live that plan. There's a true story of a man who was a pilot. At the age of 80, his eyesight deteriorated and he was no longer able to fly. He went to university and studied to be a chartered accountant. At 84, he started his new career. So now, find your dream and go after it. And if you want to be a fish, make sure you're near the water.